Hey, it's Mike, Sean, and AJ of the Confused Breakfast. If you love classic movies from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, we're the podcast for you. We just finished up May of Sways Uncaged. All Nick Cage and Patrick Swayze movies. Dirty Dancing, Donnie Darko, Face Off, The Outsiders, and National Treasure. Check us out wherever podcasts are found. You will be glad you did. Have you guys seen the Morgan Wade, Kyle Richards video? I'll put a link in the description of this episode. If you haven't, that was excessive. I did not anticipate it being like, like that. Like, my initial gut instinct was, this is really disrespectful to Mauricio and your daughters. I, it's also not even a good song. Like when you li- when you watch the video, if you haven't already, the song's like super, it sounds like a song from years ago. I can't quite put my finger on it, but it's just like a basic, boring ass song. Ugh, this was uncomfortable because it looks like Morgan obviously is attracted to Kyle and just came up with all these excuses to put her in certain outfits and make her do certain things like acting out of fantasy. And then they have like, they really are doing all of this stuff. They're touching each other. They're staring at each other. They're biting their lower lip. Oh, like I'm, I, I don't know. I don't, that was a lot. That was a fucking lot to deal with. Uh, yeah, so that happened. Um, but we're here to talk about Orange County. And I need to, I'm still processing. Someone texted me and said, have you seen the Morgan Wade video yet? So I stopped hopping on here. Check that out. And I'm my mind is like scrambled. Okay, I can do this. I can talk about Orange County. I may have to cut this recording off and then pick it back up. So if you notice any continuity issues, um, I have not given myself as much time as I need, possibly, we'll see, to do this because I've got to go to a dinner, a fun influencer type dinner too. My good friend Lauren, who I've talked about many times, Zen Blonde, she's hosting a little dinner party for a bunch of us content creator people. Isn't that nice? I feel so VIP that I got an invite. Um, but yeah, if I, if I need to cut that off, that is why. Okay, let's get into this. Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. I mean, look at me. I've been using it for over a decade and I'm a complete mess. What is this, honey? I love that. I'm Emily. Every week I recap the latest episodes of your favorite Bravo shows, from Housewives to Vanderpump Rules. We need to get more cosmopolitan. So if you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell so you never miss an episode. Gina and Heather go pumpkin shopping? I couldn't really tell. I think they just wanted a place to go. They're at a nursery. It looked like a very lovely nursery. I do like a good nursery. There's one over here in LA in North Hollywood. I think that's the city it's in. And it's like a huge, it's a huge place. And it's just fun to like walk around. Like it's like a garden, you know? So I'm guessing that's what this was. But Gina's pretty shocked, rightfully so, that Jen and Tamara are co-hosting the doppelganger party. And I agree, but I also, 
it's like that's just Tamara does that. She does that better than anybody. She will do something really horrible and then be like, I'm so sorry. Let's do something fun. And then you're like, okay. So, I mean, it's it's the mark of a good housewife, but it's also it's it's I know I'm using this word excessively, but it's a little excessive this season. This is exactly what she was doing last or her her last season. So this conversation was odd. Because Heather tells Gina what Jen had said about Shannon poking into Gina's relationship, which upsets Gina, as it would me too, because Shannon is the is the person you cannot you cannot talk to Shannon about her relationship, and ooh, that's fucking frustrating, especially especially when they know, like you have that friend, they know they called you and told you some shit about their relationship, but you're not allowed to bring it up. You can tell. You can tell if you ever bring it up, they'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't but then it, it's still on you. And then you have to see their person and be like, hello. And you're just like, oh, I don't like any of this. And so Gina is pissed. Um and says that Emily told her about Shannon expressing concern as well. So now she is doing the thing that she's mad everyone else is doing. Shannon, you know? If you're upset that everyone's talking about your relationship, then why are you talking about anyone else's relationship, Missy? So Shannon is in an unravel. And you know what? It's been a minute. It's been a minute since we had this Shannon. I, it was comforting. She was irrational. She was screaming. She was walking out. Mm, This, we missed this. Okay. Anyway, so Gina then Return, I think, because I think Heather point blank asks her, Have you heard? Has she talked to you about her relationship? Or what do you know? Or are you concerned? Or something like that. And Gina then returns. So she asks Heather, like, What do you think? And then Heather goes into like the, You know what? I don't feel comfortable talking about this. And that confused me. Her stance confused me. But then by the end of this, I got to say, by the end of this, no one's hands are, quote, clean according to Shannon's standards because Shannon wants them to never talk about her relationship because she is spinning and spiraling in her head, freaking the hell out about this guy, uh, this jerk. He seems like a jerk. She, it's like, don't even mention it because she knows. She remembers deep down what she said to people about her relationship and it's, it makes her paranoid. Which is why I'm like, girl, why then are you talking to anyone about anyone else's relationship? You know, just like totally stay out of it like Vicky used to do. Because Vicky was like, nope, nope. As Vicky will do for Shannon in this episode, right? That she's going to be like, nope, don't talk about relationships. That's that's fine. All I know is that she wants it to work out. She is the queen of don't talk about my relationship, even though you absolutely should be talking about my relationship. I can't imagine dating someone because I'm so concerned with what other people think. I can't imagine dating someone and having all of my friends be like, I'm really concerned. I'm like, this is not a good thing. It would be a wake-up call. I've never had that happen, probably because I was good at hiding it. Shannon's not very good at hiding her bad relationships. She dumps it on people, then needs them to pretend like that never happened. She's done. This is like a bit of a pattern of hers. So... Anyway, Jen goes on a nice walk on the pier with her college friend, also named Taylor. And Taylor is like full team Ryan. And 
I don't have much of an impression of Taylor other than she seems like a nice down to earth person. And Jen's family, I mean, this is a lot for Jen with the divorce. Her family doesn't even want Will to work for the family business anymore, which is clearly how he's made a living. So this is a lot going on for Jen. But then her friend Taylor kind of calls her out a little bit. It's like, are you stalling this divorce? Because then Ryan's going to be like, let's get married. And you're not totally sure. And what she says is pretty spot on. She admits, I am worried that Ryan is doing okay and doing so well because he's still free and not married. So, she's, I mean, it's a valid concern. All right, Vicky goes over to Shannon's to get ready for the party. And I have to say, I like Vicky in this limited role where she's like, I'm only showing up doing light shit, surface level crap. I'm not giving you any personal business. I'll give you funny sound bites and be that person that I pretend I am, you know? So I enjoy Like she gives us her long list of requirements for her next relationship and is just doing her typical Vicky stuff, but it's harmless because I don't have to track anything else about it. I like her in this role and I, I hope she's willing to like stay in it but from i can't remember if it was emily and tamra or someone else someone from orange county was on watch what happens live and i think it was a viewer question was do you think vicky will come back full time and emily i think it was emily and tamra they both were like yeah absolutely so i feel like maybe there's more to come but i i think that they should just leave her as friend of i think she's a wonderful friend of at this point shannon is obviously ready to pounce. She's going right for Heather. Heather is the source of all of it. It's because she remembers what she told Heather. That's why. And it was probably kind of recent. So, sorry, are my eyebrows totally uneven or is that just this fucking lens? I'm getting microblading as soon as possible. Drawing these suckers in is not easy because it depends on your day. You know, like some days you're like, fuck, I nailed it. And other days, and that was today. Like I couldn't get it even. I hope it's just the lighting because when I look in the mirror, it's fine. Oh, guys, this is why it's hard to not have sunglasses on because I'm so paranoid about my looks. (laughs) That's what happens when you have a very judgmental mother (laughs) who only points out your negative qualities or says things like, oh, you really should have got new shoes for tonight as I'm about to walk out the door. Okay, we're fine. Anyway, Tamara is, everyone thinks Tamara's Heather is so great. I thought Tamara was just, I don't know. I don't know. Tamara's really not my favorite this season. And I hate saying that. I just like everything she does is kind of bugging me. So the way she was like walking around like Heather, and I don't know, just it felt more like an insult than a compliment. Jen is Taylor. and. I would not have known that. Apparently, apparently Taylor's always at the deck, some bar, having a drink, which says a lot about Taylor, doesn't it? Um, so she has a hat, and then she has that white cat from the meme. So I guess Gina's Emily, and I'm grateful Emily wasn't offended that Gina padded her clothes to look like her. Heather is... Jen, but the not, I would have no one would no one knows. It's like the wig isn't right, and the one piece like leotard. I'm like that's not a yoga outfit. Like that's you don't look like you're going to yoga at all. You look like you're just going to the club. Honestly, 
Taylor is um, Tamra, but honestly, she just got dressed up in her workout clothes. <laughs> she literally was like, okay, what would I wear to work out? And then she put that on. And even Tamra's a little disappointed. She's like, she could have wore a cut fitness hat. She could have worn a shirt saying asshole. I'm a little disappointed. Fair. Shannon is Gina and Gina is upset because she realizes that she's had some bad looks over the years and she is bummed that Shannon had to pick something from her like least favorite era of herself. But then she goes, I don't even know if she could pull off this current version. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Well, given shade. Vicky is herself with a keg, which I think is actually kind of brilliant. Why does Tamara, like, it's excess, I'm using the word too much. It's a lot. How about that? Uh, she, um, Tamara always has to take her clothes off. And I get that's like her thing, but she just looked like a little toddler that couldn't keep her clothes on and kept flashing everyone where she's like, I'm Heather DeHoe and I'm going to, uh, she's like showing her out. I'm just like, okay, it's just, it looks odd now. Do I hate Tamara? No. Oh, no. Emily and Gina talk in the kitchen about Shannon and her relationship. And Emily is like just offended. She's offended that she's open about her relationship, but Shannon isn't. And then they both agree that it's unfair for us to get these calls and when she's in distress. But then it's like we never talk about it again. And so we're left like, you know, and I agree. I agree. I've had friends that do that. And it is such a mind buck. You know, it's reminding me of when Taylor wasn't being forthright about, uh, well, this is really dark, but about Russell. <laughs> I was going to say it's it's different, not as severe, but like, I don't know what everyone seems to know about John. He sounds like a terrible guy and the fights they get in, you know, I'm sure Shannon has some parts and I just don't know what they are. So I'm I'm hesitant to assume or not, whatever. He doesn't sound like a good guy. He just, he looks like a bad guy. He's I don't trust those eyes. I don't trust them. Why are they so small? You know, I don't, I don't like it. And Shannon has a bad, a bad habit of presenting her relationship as better than it is. And it's clear, it's clearly some programming that she's got going on there from either the way she was raised or something because she's so practiced and comfortable being in a situation where she is a facade, you know, like it's not, you know what I mean? She's very comfortable in that role. They play the do or drink game and they give us like OC realness. This is like what we kind of expect from Orange County, right? Vicky takes her top off. She does like, this is my favorite sex position. And Tamara demonstrates. And uh, Taylor gets, Taylor's is lick the nipple of the person on your right. And, they, and it's Emily and she whips her tit out and says, go for it. Okay, I'm not mad. I'm not bad. Just this is where we are now. <laughs> How could you do this to me? Question mark. I used to think it was a little ridiculous that people had no idea what subscriptions they had. And they were like, I saved all this money after I signed up with Rocket Money. And they told me all these subscriptions that I was unaware of. I'm like, how do you not know? Okay. Rocket Money sponsored the pod. So I used the product. That's what I do. And I had three subscriptions I was unaware of in my checking, and then one on a credit card. I accidentally had two different Adobe monthly charges because I had signed up with two different email accounts. 
But what they do on Rocket Money is they connect all of your accounts. Like you can put a credit card on there, you can put your check and you can put your savings, anything that you use in your day-to-day banking life, they then go through all of it looking for recurring charges. So, and I, it's what they do too. They send you like the whole list. It's all laid out on the app. And it helped me when I saw everything laid out like that. Cause I was able to go, I can, I can get rid of this one and get rid of that one and et cetera. So look at me. I actually apparently did need rocket money. And also rocket money is not just for like finding subscriptions. They are a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. I've already been notified that they think they can get my Spectrum bill lowered and my AT&T bill lowered. So I let them do I said, go ahead, go for it. Like in the day of streaming services, it makes sense that we don't realize all of the different subscriptions we have. I was definitely doubled up on a couple things. The other thing too is you don't have to actually cancel. Rocket Money will do it for you. So you don't have to like wait on hold with anybody. They are like your financial assistant. And like I said, they will negotiate a lower bill for you. They do it. Like they 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 go in there and they talk to them by up to like 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Hmm? And because I'm trying to monitor my spending, I'm a horrible spender on just frivolous, unnecessary things that I need in that, mo- in that moment in time, you know? But this will recommend budgets based on your past spending, and they'll even send you notifications when you've reached your spending limit. So with over 3 million users and counting, Rocket Money customers have saved an average of $720 a year. Stop wasting money on things you don't use, cancel your unwanted subscriptions, and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash she speaks. That's rocketmoney.com slash she speaks. One more time, rocketmoney.com slash she speaks. How could you do this to me? Question mark. I have been in love with this company for years now. I needed a huge bag for all of my signing agent stuff, my notary stuff. Like I would get packages of real estate documents that would be like 200 plus pages and I would have like five sets of them. So I needed a big ass bag, but most of them are hideous, right? Like most really big bags that are super functional are just awful. And in my quest for this bag, I came across Bayes. You guys, the compliments I get. Then they sent me the Weekender bag. You guys, there is a compartment on the bottom that is a zip up. It's like separate from the rest of it. So I've been putting my blow dryer, my flat iron shoes, and it frees up all the more space inside it for all the clothes. So, you know, we've all been there like stressing over what we can and can't take on vacation, but with Bayes, you can take it all. Bayes was created by actress Shay Michelle to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while still looking fashionable. Bayes has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets your heart desires to keep you organized. 
Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors for shorter trips. The Weekender bag that I mentioned, a perfect. Every piece is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Bays now has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Right now, Bays is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting baystravel.com slash she speaks. Go to baystravel.com slash she speaks for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash she speaks. I love that. Tamara confronts Heather about telling it's like she wanted this on camera she confronts heather she's like did didn't you talk to gina about shannon's relationship and tell her it's not good and as that's happening shannon is like no no heather let's go talk and heather i don't blame heather she's like how am i getting the blame and my other question is just like last season because I did go back and watch the reunion from last year because I hadn't seen it. And I was like, there's probably some gems in here that I need. Okay, Heather accused Shannon of being the reason the lawsuit with Terry came up because Shannon told two people on the show off camera knowing that they would come talk about it. Well, then isn't that like kind of what Heather did to the same people about your relationship? and? Clearly, all of them have the same sentiment about the relationship. So there's, it's just really hard for me to imagine that Heather told them this and they were like, what? Well, that's all. I've never heard of such a thing. Obviously, they were like, I know. I'm worried about her too. But maybe there's the specifics. These like very specific things that I know we're not going to find out about and I'm really annoyed. But I think that whatever those specific things were is the problem. Uh, but... Mm -hmm. So Shannon names Tamara in her conversation with Heather. Tamara told me about, you know, you, you were talking about the relationship to her too. And Heather's point in her confessional is really spot on. She's like, Shannon's so worried about what other people are saying about her relationship, which she should be worried about her relationship. But this is classic Shannon. Classic Shannon, screaming at the top of her lungs how happy she is, right? This is like, we're back to basics with Shannon. She's given us what we need. Shannon's loop is that she's never been more in love, but she gets devastated when they fight. That is going to be it, okay? Heather's like, I keep things in the vault, all right? Some of those girls are specific about how you are in a bad relationship and you're hiding it. Meanwhile, over at the table, Emily tells them that they got in a she's like this, she's like, okay, I'll tell you guys some of the stuff that Shannon's told me. They've got in a huge fight at Nobu. He left her at Nobu. And then Gina goes, Well, yeah, it's like if it was an isolated incident, that'd be one thing. And Taylor just like gets wild out of nowhere. And she goes, But the question is, is it an isolated incident? I'm like, that's literally what Gina just said. <laughs> Gina's like, yeah, I know. I I said that. I said that already. She's just trying to get a camera time. She's like, I am a part of this. I'm here and this is, I'm here. <laughs> Sorry. Tamara asks Gina and Emily, point blank, but she's whispering, if Heather talked to them about Shannon's relationship. And then Heather, I'm obsessed, she goes, 
What are you whispering, Tamra? Get her. Get her ass. She is, catch her in the act. Get her in action. And Tamara, she's so, she's so busted. She's like, I just asked if you talked to them about Shannon's relationship. And Heather's like, how about this? Did all of you talk about Shannon's relationship? And Shannon goes, don't do this, Heather. And Emily gets loud towards Heather, like, you're the one who started. And she, and Heather tells her to stand down. And then Gina chimes in and she goes, it's a concern. And Shannon goes, Gina? And it gave me like, <laughs> it's like a kid. It was like, not from you, little one over there. I was like, everyone, why are you not yelling at Emily? I don't understand. I guess there's like beef maybe still from last year. But but Gina checks her. It's like, you're the one poking around in my relationship. And she's like, I was, I was concerned. But isn't that hysterical to say when she's mad that they are talking about how they're concerned? Do you hear yourself, Shannon? She's like, I was concerned. That's what they're saying they are. Literally. That's literally what they're saying they are. But then Shannon gives us one of the best Shannon moments. I'm going to back away from the microphone. You owe my boyfriend a huge fucking apology. It was pretty good. She looked a crazy. And it's like she went, why was she so mad at Gina? And then why does Gina owe specifically your boyfriend an apology? So much off-camera shit that I'm not getting. Because I was like, but then why are you not yelling that at Emily or at Heather? Uh, And then Gina goes, your boyfriend owes you a thousand apologies according to what everyone else is saying. And then Shannon gets, again, she goes, nobody here knows anything about my relationship. (laughs) So fucking crazy. And she continues screaming, I've never been more in love, but I've never hurt more when we've not been in a good spot. She'll do that repeatedly where I can even catch her. I can see her knowing she's denying some important facts. I can see it. I literally can see her like, but, huh, I'm running out of shit to say. It's, I'm sorry, but girl, you, it's so transparent. But then, she, okay, then Shannon does another one of my favorite things where she kind of gives you like rainbow hands as she walks across the set. You guys keep having conversations about me. She's just really good in a in a in a meltdown, you know. Vicky is she's pushing the narrative for Shannon that everyone just should stay out of relationships. It's like obviously you're gonna say that you're fucking Vicky Gunvalson. You were with Brooks and you didn't want to hear about it from anybody, you know. So then Emily and Tamara talk to Shannon inside. They're trying to get her to not leave, and Shannon's like, "Look, Heather denied saying anything about the relationship," and then Tamara's like. Oh, oh, let me go talk to Heather. So she goes out and she's like, but she's so drunk. This is how, this is the direct quote. What did you say? I'm not talking truth, the truth. How did I get bring into this? She's wasted. She's like, I haven't said anything. What? Yes, you literally have. You literally did. You literally waited till you were filming with Vicky to tell Shannon about Heather talking about her relationship. So what are you fucking talking about? You literally brought it up on camera. That was you. Uh, you. And then she goes, but why did you tell her that I was talking shit about her? And actually, Heather really didn't. 
Heather was like, everyone talks about your relationship. I'm not going to get singled out and scapegoated here. Like, that's ridiculous. Heather's like, I was general. I said, everyone's talked about their relationship. So then Shannon tells Emily, because now Emily's inside, that she's like, I haven't even told you anything about my relationship. And Emily goes, you have, we went to Javier's. And in this moment, Shannon's face, like, disassociates. She's like, she kind of looks at the camera. She's like, I don't remember what you're talking about. (laughs) But you so know she She's like, it was so bad. I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh my God, guys. It is so hot in my in the room I record in because I can't run the AC. It's too loud. Oh, I'm sweating. She's so obviously miserable, but she's determined to convince us otherwise in a loud tone, which only makes us really believe that she's actually happy. It's just, it's so good. Heather gives a list of things that that concern her in her confessional. Obviously, producers prompted her. She pays for everything. The family dynamic isn't great. He's never slept over, and his son lives with him, so she can't go over there. So, okay. But then she goes, I really don't want to talk about it. I'm not blaming Heather. I'm not going to do that with Heather. Like, I'm just not. If Shannon's in a bad relationship, she's in a bad relationship, and all this is is deflection. How could you do this to me? Question mark. If you were like me, when summer rolled around, you said, oof, my wardrobe needs a little update. Instead of a flimsy fast fashion haul, spend your money wisely on high quality essentials that will last beyond the summer season. Quince is my spot for quiet luxury without paying luxury prices. Quince offers a range of must-have items like 100% European linen, under $50, luxurious mulberry silk skirts, uh, and Italian leather bags, and 14-karat jewelry from only $30. All of their prices are 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. And because Quince creates timeless, classic styles, they won't go out of fashion and you'll have them in your closet forever. I was in desperate need for a new yoga pant. I had fallen out of love with the ones I used to get all the time. And so I figured, hey, why not? So I got the ultra soft tie rise legging. And what I like about them and I'm actually shocked I'm saying this, they have a little bit of a tummy control element to them, but it doesn't feel like your typical tummy control thing. Like usually with a yoga pant, I don't like any kind of tummy control because if I'm going to work out in it, it just feels so constricting. But these just kind of hold me in. They make me feel like, ooh, like my butt looks so good in them. The other thing I got was the bamboo jersey robe. I have not taken it off. It's the perfect hanging out around the house. This is just what I'm chilling in kind of robe. Okay. I'm obsessed with it. I was shocked too that these things did not cost a lot and they feel really quality. Like the yoga pants I used to get religiously were $95 and these actually fit better. So, and I know you're wondering, how do they do it? Quince partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. What's even better is Quince only works with factories that use safe 
ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes. So basically what we're saying is you're a better person if you shop at Quince. You know, here's better. Upgrade your closet this summer with Quince right now. Go to quince.com slash she speaks to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash she speaks for free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash she speaks. I love that. Sorry, guys, for the audio. I had to turn the AC on. I was literally like, I had beads of sweat dripping down my back. So I know it's loud, but I got to get through this and not pass out, you know? Okay, so Shannon is inside. She's talking to Emily. and She's like, you guys are deciding where this relationship goes from here. And she tries to leave. She, Emily stops her again. And Shannon almost feels like unaware of the cameras. She gets this guttural sound in her voice. She says, like, she doesn't know how she's going to explain this to him. And then she goes, this is our private business. It's like Shannon doesn't even hear herself. It's like, girl, you're, you're on a reality show. Everyone else is supposed to show their life. So what are you, like, how are you so unaware that you're, like, keeping these important things off camera? And we just have to be, like, watching you film a scene with John, like, oh, everything's fine, you know? Like, this public persona is not necessarily fair to the reality show viewers that you are on, you know? There's a limit to how much can be kept off camera. Certain shit I get, but, like, this is clearly, like, your whole relationship. Give it to us. But I, you know, it's Shannon. It's like she kind of is giving it to us, though, now that I think about it. She is basically telling us everything you're saying is true and you should be concerned about me, except I'm going to say the opposite in a screaming tone and tell you how happy I am. Totally effective. To I'm convinced. I'm convinced they're great. Shannon says this line over and over again My relationship with John is good, but we get in arguments. Who doesn't get in arguments? Same shit she said about David. Every time Shannon tries to leave, they stop her. She's like, stop making me look irrational. <laughs> You're doing that for yourself. Sorry. It's just, I know I shouldn't be laughing because she's in peril, but the fact that they're broken up now just kind of makes it less awful. Um, and we hate John, so we're happy they're broken up. Get the hell out of there. Uh, so then Emily tries to tell her that everyone just wants to rally around her. But now Vicky is there and she's hugging Shannon and Shannon's like, I don't need anyone to rally. And then Vicky co-signs. She's like, she doesn't need a rally. She doesn't need a rally. So Emily loses it. She starts crying. She's like, I just want to be Shannon's friend. We just want to be there for you. And she's like trying to do that. Shannon once again, we have arguments. <laughs> no, that's not. No one would give a shit if you just had some arguments. Clearly something's wrong. And then Emily says it, point blank. She's trying to maintain a public persona of this relationship, but he's called her names like she's fat and unattractive. Absolutely not. See, he's an asshole. Get out of there. So Emily walks out and she's just at the table of the, of the rest of the girls. She's like, I'm always going to be the bad guy in this situation. And Heather's like, no, you're trying to make me the bad guy in this situation. And Emily makes a great point. We are all about to be bad guys in this situation because you don't talk about Shannon's relationship. That's the rule. And all of us have. So Tamara then goes in to check on Shannon and Shannon tells her, she's like, I've called them one time in 2020. One time. That's it. Only time. And I'm just 
I'm sure it was bad enough for them to be like, you did what? But you also learn like when you're that person who overshares like Shannon, she learns like, okay, I got to not call them again because I already called them once with the crazy story. And then they all went on like she wasn't in in a great place with Emily or Gina for a while. So it makes sense that she like wouldn't tell them a bunch of stuff after that, you know? Uh, And Emily is rightfully worried about where her friendship with Shannon will go after this because Shannon's a punisher. Shannon cuts your ass out no matter, like, it's just how she is. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And so then Shannon then admits, though, she's like, I talked to Heather two or three times. And I'm like, so more than that, obviously. And then Tamara goes, so you think Heather is lying? And I'm like, what are, why do you hate Heather so much? And in Tamara's confessional, she's like, Heather did tell us about Shannon's relationship. I don't, we, so you didn't know? What do you mean? Like, kind of, what are you proving you know you were on bad terms with shannon calling her an alcoholic and saying in your own confessional earlier this season that john and shannon have a horrible relationship so i'm just confused as to what you're accusing heather of maybe at this point tamra hadn't done her confessional no that was an early confessional it was a different look I don't know. I don't get what Tamara's doing here other than being pretty fucking messy and not like in a fun way and like a kind of shitty way. So Heather comes in and trying to like calm Shannon down. Shannon's like, hey, by the way, I'm hearing shit about your marriage. How's your marriage? Huh? How's that going? The fact that Heather remains so calm in this moment, I'm like, then the I don't, I didn't believe the rumors, to be honest. I'm like, Terry, who else would he cheat with? No offense to Terry. Actually, no, offense to Terry. I'm like, you're Heather's, you're Heather's husband, okay? He's not out there cheating. But Shannon's like, what is this, deflecting? And Heather just goes, no, it's not. I, I liked it. It was like, she just didn't get freaked out. She didn't get defensive. So that is the sign of someone who's not dealing with a bad relationship. You know what I mean? So Shannon walks away. And Heather goes, why is she not talking about it? But so Shannon comes back in and she goes, you know what? I don't have affairs. I have arguments that paralyze me. <laughs> she creates her own like set of acceptable things. Arguments that paralyze me. Like what? Like what is an argument for you guys? You know, stop just calling it an argument. Like this j- over this blanket of this blanketed terminology. We get an arguments. Like what? You know? So Shannon then walks out finally, and then the camera follows her, and she goes, Guys, stop. I'm not a crazy person. Just stop. But yeah. anyway, as Shannon walks down the path, she screams with Vicky behind her, We have a normal relationship. Then Shannon goes over to Video Village. Does anyone care to come up and talk to me? screaming. I called them one time in 2020. This is my life. I have normal fights with my boyfriend that paralyze me. Her new her new phrase. 
Meanwhile, Jen's fire alarm is going off. Shannon, it's just perfect. It's perfect chaos. Shannon's like, I have to go home and figure out how I'm going to tell my private boyfriend that everyone is making assumptions about us. I was like, wait, you're on a show. So, like, everybody's making assumptions about you guys. It was just weird. I'm like, for being a private guy, he's on a show. So, I mean, I think he's not so private. Because we've all seen when people have truly, truly private partners, they don't even film. So, I'm like, what do you mean? But then Heather pulls Emily for a talk. And I'm so grateful this conversation went the way it did. Because I I thought I wanted to see more of a Heather-Emily feud. But I don't. I don't. I really don't. Not at this point. Because Heather is like, it seems lately like you are looking for things to be pissed at me about, and I don't like it. And Emily just goes, okay, you have a point. (laughs) I, like, respect, girl. And then Heather says something like, you know, why does it become a Heather issue when we've all talked about it? But Gina joins the conversation as Emily's about to be like, but you told us. And Gina goes, let's just not get into specifics. We have all violated the vault. The vault has been violated, and now Shannon is just going to chuck us all under the bus because we just, we care about her, and we're not going to, you know, feed the narrative she's trying to feed. So, okay, so that's the end of the episode, and I actually was able to get this done before I left for the little dinner. So, yay. Love you guys. Truly. Mean it. And I got to run, but we'll talk soon. Okay, bye. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, would you mind leaving me a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening? If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget there's the super thanks option down at the bottom, the little button with the dollar sign and the heart. And also I'm on buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo if you want to buy me a little coffee or two or five. And my Patreon, that is where I'm covering all of the classic Bravo jams. If you want to follow me over there and subscribe, link is in the description. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And whoever the guest was for today, all their information is always in the episode description. So if you want to follow them and check them out, check there for the info. And any of the sponsor codes that I mentioned in this episode will also be in the description. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.